Hey, everybody. We are at it again, doing another follow-up to one of Garen's messages. And this last one was so good. It resonated with so many of you. And so we're really excited to do this one. But essentially, if you missed Garen's message yesterday, uh, which would have been the 12th of July, then you you need to know that it was about uh, prayer and faith and and why some prayers don't come true and what are the implications of that with our faith. And when we pray, is it really about how much faith we have in our faith or is it really about how much faith we have in our Creator? And so maybe we just start there, Garen, and you kind of unpack what does that really mean? Because that's kind of a trippy thing to think about. What does it mean to ask the question, do I have faith in my Creator or do I have faith in my faith? Yeah, I think what the the kind of thing I was trying to point out is I think many of us, our faith is really in our faith. And what that means is, is I think my faith has to be totally pure. It can have any doubt. It has to be super strong, super big. And if it's not, then it's small faith and God's not going to answer small faith prayers. And it's just trying to get us to quit thinking about our faith, the size, the purity, because the, the issue in our prayers getting answered isn't the level of my faith. It is the God who is hearing my prayer. That's the key. Is It's him. It's not my faith. So, But I think it's so easy to put our faith in our faith. And like I said, I was writing about it last week and preparing, and I still did it in the middle of the week, right? It's I think it's so easy for us to go there. Yeah, and, and something you talked a lot about was unanswered prayer and just what are the implications there and what does it say about me? If my prayer doesn't get answered, you know, I ask God for something and it either says one of two things. It either says, if it doesn't happen, it's either because of me and my faith was too weak and so it didn't happen. Or the other thing is, you know, we ask, what does that say about God? Well, if, if I pray and God is the reason it didn't get answered, well, it's either because he is unable to do it or is unwilling to do it. And so, and that leads us to this really kind of crisis of faith place that we don't want to go. So I think more times than not, we put the blame on ourselves, maybe for that reason and a few others that we can talk about another time. But um, we really put the blame on ourselves when our prayers don't get answered and we make it about my weak faith and I didn't believe enough. And so what is wrong with me, right? And so um, is it just me that's not a good enough Christian and that's why it didn't happen? And, And so that's kind of the first thing I think we wanted to tackle because that is right out of the playbook of Satan, and he absolutely loves when we go to that place. And um, yeah, I I just think that's really common, and I think it's a tactic that he's used for a long time. Is that that right, Garen? Oh yeah, I think so. And like you were saying, it all goes immediately to my inadequacy, that I don't have what it takes. And like I said yesterday, I don't have what it takes in every other area of my life, and now I don't have what it takes in my prayer life. And I think we go there so easily when we put our faith in our faith, and I, like you said, I think Satan wants to drag us there, and that's one of his main ways, I think, of undermining our walk with God is then, you know, but we're all there. That's the thing is, I, who doesn't feel inadequate, right? Uh, I think a lot of times we think we're the only one. That's why I said at that prayer meeting, I just have a sneaking suspicion in that prayer meeting in that house. They're all praying fervently, but each individual in their mind's like, I think I'm the only one here, but I don't think God's going to do this. But when he showed up, none of them believed it. So they were all struggling with, with doubt, right? Yeah. Yeah, something we talked about uh, the, in the week just building up to this and kind of chatting with you about it, Garen, was we asked the question, does anyone really believe anything fully? Does, any, does anyone really give 100% faith to anything in life? 
And we couldn't come up with anything that, that we for sure 100% believe and have faith in all the time because that's just part of being a human. And the next question was, well, if we're not able to do that with anything, why does God expect that of us in faith, right? If we were meant to have this perfect faith with no doubt at all, and that's the way that our prayers got answered, well, why would God require that of such feeble human beings that can't even have faith in in much simpler things? And so I think we've got to root that out, this idea that in order for our prayers to happen or in order for God to be pleased with us, we have to have perfect faith with no doubt and no second guessing because that's just not the way that he created us. Um, and the place that we kind of took that was, you know, that's so rooted in this idea that I'm not good enough to have that kind of faith. I'm not, I don't have a strong enough faith to believe that much. But we've got to get the focus off of ourselves because no one is good enough. Um, that's the gospel, right, is that we're not good enough. And who really cares if we're good enough or not? Because that's not what it's about anyways at the end of the day. It's about the perfection of Jesus. It's not about my ability to do anything. And so that was that was a good conversation that kind of went into the talk that you guys heard Sunday. Garen, was there anything else that you wanted to just say about that? Yeah, I totally, I mean, what we just said, I totally agree that God, I mean, if if he knows none of us has perfect faith because none of us does, then why would he expect it? Because then nobody would get any prayers answered, right? He wouldn't ask us to do that. And uh, what you just said about not good enough, you just said it, you nailed it. That's what you, Jason, and I talked about. That is the gospel. The gospel is, is that I'm not good enough. So can we all get over quit trying to be good enough because the gospel is I'm not. And I, it's tough. I still struggle with it. I ask that question all the time myself. But if we're really going to live into the gospel, it means that I'm okay not being good enough. Yeah, and you mentioned that Satan likes to drag us there to that place. I think that we willingly walk there with him so often. Like we, as humans, are so quick to go to that question of am I good enough or can I earn it or do I deserve this? Like that's just so how we're hardwired. Probably not even just as humans— but also as Americans, right? Because we want to earn things. We want to work hard for it. We want to know that we deserve it. And so we want to know we're good enough. And yeah, you said drag us there, but man, Satan's not dragging me to that place. Like I walk there with him all the time because I, my flesh wants to go there. So if anyone else like that resonated with you, um, I think that Garen and I and countless others probably feel the same way as you. Okay. Well, Garen, we're at about six and a half minutes. We want to keep it around 12, and there's some really good things we wanted to chat about before the end of this. So we'll kind of wrap it, begin to wrap it by just asking you, Garen, what was the response to this message? Because um, I think you had some people that had some good things to say and ask of you after this, so just share some of that with us. Yeah, I had some people talk with me afterwards, got some texts, got an email today, and I think the thing that, that I was hearing um, was just simply like, man, that is me and that's where I'm at. And I think it just reminds me that that all of us struggle with this and these feelings of not being good enough and my face not strong enough. And so, I mean, if nothing else, I just want to say we are all in the same boat, all of us. None of us does not struggle with this. Again, I think everybody in that house church was struggling with that question, though they were praying fervently that they all struggled. So to me, it was just that reminder, Jordan, that we all struggle with that inadequacy kind of thing. That's what I that's one thing I was hearing. Yeah. And it's so important that we just we just normalize that, right? Because I'm sure there are people sitting listening like, wow, Garen's hitting it on the head, but I will never admit that that's me because I'm probably the only one. Um, and just that this thing, this doubting and and feeling like it's not okay to talk about it, man, that's how I think we're all in that boat, right? I mean, who has gone a single day 
in their life without doubting the goodness of God at some point or feeling like they didn't have enough faith to get something done and being discouraged about it or feeling inadequate in some part of their life and letting it bleed over into their relationship with God. Like, man, that's an that's a minute-by-minute, hour-by-hour battle. It's not one that we get perfect by any stretch. And so please know that part of this is to normalize it and just say, you know what, we're all we're on that same boat. Um, something that you talked about as kind of being the antidote to that was the fact that our faith has to be a decision, not a feeling. Right. And you said it so well with that Peter story um, about how he let the nets down, not because he thought it was going to work, but because um, he had faith that, that Jesus was going to make it happen. And it wasn't about him believing in that moment. It was about making a decision to obey him. And so, I don't know. Anything else yeah. you want to say with that? Because that it, touched me so it's much. It's the same thing. It's, it's faith. It's my faith should be in God. His He... He was he was putting his faith in the word of Jesus, and that's what that is. Is God has revealed His character in His word, and faith is trusting in His character. And he was placing his faith in Jesus and in His word. And he's like, "This makes no sense, but you said it, and I'm going to do it." And that, to me, that's what what this is what what God centered prayer really looks like. Yeah, I think we get it twisted so often. We think that having faith in God means, man, I'm praying this and I'm excited because I, I know I'm going to see it happen and I have to know it 100% or else it's not going to happen. And it's like, it's not the tooth fairy. It's not Santa. It's not dependent on your belief. Um, and once again, we put ourselves at the center when we think that way. But it is so much more about this is who Jesus has told us that he is. This is who God the Father has told us and the Spirit has told us who he is. I believe him when he said that. And so I'm going to pray it with full assurance, but I'm going to put it in his hands and you went through that, and we'll go through that in a second. But it is so not about our feeling in that moment. Um, but I think that we fall into that yeah. pretty easily. So uh, you also had someone, several people, ask this specific question, and it's a really good one. And when you told me someone asked it, I was like, yeah, what about that? So can you share the question and yeah. then kind of your response to it? So at the end, I was trying to say prayer is a mystery. I was speaking to one thing. There's so much more to say because it's easy for people to take that and run with it further than I intended. I was just really talking about where do am I putting my faith? So some people asked, well, doesn't Jesus several times say to his followers, well, you have little faith. So he's calling out little faith. And I looked at that last week, and the thing, Jesus never says that in the context of prayer. It's always in the context of um, he's done a miracle, like the water walking, and then he says, Peter, you know, Peter's coming out, and then it's, it's them not putting their trust in Jesus. So really, when he says, you have a little faith, it's because you've not trusted in me, which really emphasizes what I was saying, that true faith is placing it in the object, of, in God or in who Jesus is. The, the one other example that's the closest would be in Mark 9 when the father comes to him and his son has this evil spirit, and he says, would you cast it out of him? And Jesus says, uh, yeah, I will, but do you believe? And he says, I do believe, but help my unbelief. But again, his, what the conversation is about him putting his faith in Jesus. I do have faith in you as the person I've seen you do these miracles, I am convinced that you you are the object of my faith that you can do this. So even in those, the, it's not really about prayer, and it's just about um, am I putting, am I making Jesus or God the object of my faith? That's really what those are about. It's not about when he says you have little faith, he's not saying you just don't have enough emotion or uh, you just haven't ginned up enough, you know, to get a prayer answered or whatever. That's not the context of any of those. So as we really kind of wrap it here, I think we can 
all agree that we feel this way and we have felt this and we've all been frustrated by it. So we're in the same boat. So Garen, you gave a really good antidote at the end of your sermon to this. So do you want to go through the, the God-centered prayer just really quickly yeah. and, and talk about it? So maybe I'll, I'll read it and you can kind of expound on it quickly if you want to. But just uh, number one, to root this out, we have to trust in God's goodness, right? Yep. And that was the beginning of Jesus' prayer was simply, Dad, I, Abba, Father, Daddy. It's like, you're my dad. I trust who you are as a father. You're good. And that's, that's the first thing he's saying. Yeah. And the second thing is that we have to trust in the greatness of God, right? Yeah. And that's when Jesus said, all things are possible with you. And he's just saying, you are, you're not only good, you're great, and you can do anything. I, my, my, I, I know that about you. You're, this is the reality. And the third one is that we have to make our requests to God, right? Like, no matter how small, we have to be asking God for those things. Yeah, and then he just lays the request down. And people all the times, even last week, I'm like, my prayer for bison is too small. And it's like, no, no, the Scripture says to make your requests known to God. So if I'm going to obey him and his word, I will make my requests. I'll give them to him. So I, before the fourth one, I got to spend a little bit of time with Doc Waters last week, and he talked to me about sparrow prayers. That's what he calls those. Those prayers that we think are too small for God to answer, but... He sees them, and he answers them. They're sparrow prayers. I thought that was really cool. So the last one is that we have to trust the wisdom of God, right? Is, does that mean that even though, you know, we have, to, we have to bring it to God and say, but God, your will be done, right? Like, if this doesn't happen, it means I don't believe in you. Is that what it means? to trust in the wisdom of God with that? Yeah, I think no, it's just, I think it's that I know he's, he sees the end from, beginning from the end, that he sees the whole picture, and I don't. And I can't demand this because I don't know the outcome. You know, it's the old Jim Carrey in that movie. He, he says yes to everybody's prayer for winning the lottery, and everybody gets a dollar. Like, we just don't know the, the outcome to our prayer, and it's me trusting in his greatness, goodness, and his wisdom that he knows and will do what is best and in that big picture. And so I take my request, and I lay it at his feet, and now the answer, that's up to him, and it has, it's not my, about my faith. It's not did I believe enough. I've gone to God as the object, and I've, I've done what I should have done. Cool. Okay, well, that was uh, just over 14 minutes, and so we want to put a bow on it. But we hope this was really helpful for you guys. Um, it was really helpful for me, and so hopefully it was good for you too. But yeah, putting our faith in God, not in our faith— this is a conversation that we can keep having for a long time, and I think we will. And as we were going through the whiteboard uh, and trying to decide what to talk about and what not, there's a lot that got left on the editing room floor that was really good. So I hope we come back to this one later. But hope this is good. Our faith is in God. It is not in our faith. And uh, so let's be people that live that way. So thanks, guys, for listening.